0: Welcome to another episode of story screen reports story screens news show but we're not breaking the news we're reacting to the news i'm looking news in the face and i'm like why are you looking like that that's what i'm saying in the news my name is robbie anderson i host this podcast what is story screen reports is this the first time you listen to it they have six of what this is the sixth episode of what what the fuck is this thing you do story screen reports <laughs> We're breaking down, we're assessing, we're analyzing, we're getting under the hood of the top five stories in film, TV, entertainment, or at least what I believe are the top five stories. Maybe you think something else should be on the list, and I don't fucking care what you think, because it's my show, and I make the <laughs> list, so it doesn't matter what you think, it matters what I think.
1: Because you have the microphone, and you can I do I have the microphone. You want.
0: I do the things. Uh, so yeah, I'm Robbie. We always do it with a guest, another guest in the Story Screen family. Today, the guest is Diana DiMuro. How are you? Hello.
1: Your second time
0: on Story Screen boards. Thanks,
1: thanks for having me back.
0: Of course. Yeah, you did such a good t- job last time. We had to get you back <laughs> in the hot seat. Ah, <laughs> uh, another day. Dee, how are you doing? It's late I'm good. today.
1: Yeah, I'm good. It's uh It was like a new. Action-packed day where we had a new person hired at my job, and there was a lot of information that I had to convey while trying to not seem beat down. So you know,
0: yeah, it's not scare off the newly hired. Person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and That's she seems tough. real
1: nice, but she's you know younger. She's out of college, so yeah, I was sort of like, all right, I gotta seem okay. So she's gotta seem like hopefully I don't stays.
0: Hate this,
1: yeah, yeah, and I don't hate it. I don't hate my job. But uh, but sometimes I'm tired. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I'm also had to do a bunch of errands. Monday is usually my like. All right, I gotta do errands. I have to work on the things that my two other jobs besides right. the, that I have off from my day job. My other jobs. Right. I do stuff on Monday for those. So you Enough know
1: that goes. Yeah, just side hustle.
0: Yeah, but yesterday <laughs> I did. I yesterday I really cleared the day. I was like, I'm not. I'm not doing shit. I'm just playing Dead Space remake. That game is spooky and very good. But enough about <laughs> spooky good games. Let's break into it. Stories from Reports, we do all these new stories, and it's called The Reel. So we're now gonna spin the reel and the stories on that reel, the way it's gonna work is I'm gonna tell you the titles of these articles, I'm gonna tell you who wrote them, I'm gonna tell you the outlet, I'm gonna read a chunk of it, and then we're gonna talk about it. That's how the show works. If that doesn't make sense, you you'll you'll pick it up, I promise. <laughs> the first story that we're discussing, the first story on the reel, is Jake Sully will be replaced by his son, Loak, as narrator for future Avatar films. The story is written by Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. James Cameron is officially done having Avatar protagonist Jake Sully narrate his films, saying his son, Loak, will instead take on the role going forward. As reported by A V Club, Cameron said the soundtracking with Edith Bowman said on the soundtracking with Edith Bowman podcast that he wanted to put Lawak more front and center due to the positive fan response in Avatar. <clears throat> Quote I'm going to take a moment when the dust clears to assess what people love and what they responded to the most in this current release. And then I may go back and tinker a little bit, Cameron said. <laughs> Quote, we may go back into a couple of moments here and there. It won't be radical, but maybe fine tune it a bit to emphasize that which people responded to. Loak really emerged as a character people went with, he continued. I might find ways to dot dot dot. He's already the narrator. I'm giving something away here, but this is OK. I think it could be intriguing for people. To think about what's coming, so I think he's mostly end quote. That's the end of that story. Uh, I think he's mostly referring to the changes he's making to Avatar three right. going forward because that's like kind of already in the can. Um, that's I think because they, they shot both. I feel like um, they're not going
1: to go back and redub anything at this point. That's that's done. But
0: yeah, well, I mean, like you know, the other we might have done the story an episode ago, or it's just out there, but. I think that he is about to turn in, like, a nine-hour cut of Avatar. How many does
1: he want to make? Three? He wants to make, like, six?
0: He wants to make, like, six or seven, yeah. But he wants to yeah, turn so- in, like, a super long cut of it that they would then Ugh. cut down into a three-hour movie. Um, Whoa. But, okay. yeah, but the thing is, like, you know, a narration change, <laughs> that's probably one of the easier things to do post-finishing right. a movie, right? To do, like, post-production-wise? Sure. But, D, how, how do you feel about Loak? Taking over the reins as, as narrator uh,
1: dude, Space whales was the best part of that movie, so Girl. if he's gonna narrate, then I hope we get more Pia or whatever the <laughs> the the one eye one armed Willy whale is so
0: people really uh, responded to space whale for sure,
1: yeah, space whales, and everyone loves a good like misfit kid and misunderstood animal story. It's like why people like Black Stallion, Black Beauty, like National Velvet, all these horse movies. <laughs> Free Willy. Uh, we love the family the dog. Goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Air Bud, I mean, rest in peace, but it's okay. you know. I. But I thought the next movie is supposed to be all about fire, so I don't know if they're going to be able to keep the space whales or not. I hope so.
0: Yeah, space whale... <laughs> It, you know, they really should keep around space well, as much as possible. I yeah. do think it's good. I don't, you know, uh, it's Jake, like the Jake next Sully, generation. Yeah, it's the they next got, generation. They gotta have
1: the kid pick it up.
0: Exactly. You know, who knows how much longer Jake Sully as a character will be in these movies, you know? These, Dude, he's you, getting
1: old. I know Sam is going to want to keep being in these movies because, ka-ching.
0: Yeah. But. Well, it doesn't matter how old you are when they're, you know, turning you into a blue cat, right?
1: I guess not, you know, he'll become an elder in the tribe
0: Sure, sure, but he could be whatever I mean, you know, um, yeah. Sigourney Reaver is playing a little child in the movie So it truly that does that matter
1: That is a great point <laughs> Yeah And it's so fucking weird and Yeah, I, I like it though I liked her character a lot I just didn't like the sort of like, who's who's your daddy plot line But that, that's neither here nor there
0: Sure, sure <laughs> um but uh, yeah, I, but yeah I, think, I'm,
1: I could give jake sully a break i feel like i'm all right with that
0: i think that jake sully i like him a lot more in avatar too but i do think that he's one of the weaker care like i don't know head with a heart of gold it just doesn't fucking speak to me you know i'm like i yeah, don't really care about well, this
1: i don't know i kind of liked him better in the first one because yeah he's allowed to be a dumbass and he's learning and then... I kind of liked that. him as
0: more father figure in this one. I thought his sure. moments where he's really, like, disciplining the kids, and he's treating yeah. them like like a military, but then he's like, he needs to learn that he's not supposed to do that. That right. stuff spoke to me more than, like, you know, in Avatar, it's just, it's such a good premise of, like, why does Jake Sully want to join this tribe? It's like, well, he's kind of been, like, you know, yeah fucked over from every level of humanity, from, like, physical to, to you know, otherwise, so he... He wants to to be in this tribe. That's he's learning about and is starting to accept him. I, you know that stuff is like really good on paper, but it's a little thin. Whereas sure. you know, I thought it was a bit more interesting seeing him be a father figure in Avatar Two. But that being said, like I do think it is smart and would freshen up the series. You know, even though there's only two entries, but I do think it, it would be good to focus on a character like Lawak and. Um,
1: they're but gonna it, have why to
0: pass the torch because
1: they're gonna have to do it eventually. It's too many movies.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> if who want to keep it
1: fresh? I feel yeah. like they're gonna have to put it from other people's perspectives. Like maybe we'll get a Sigourney Weaver daughter
0: movie where she's the narrator. Or well, you know. I don't think that these characters will be the focus of all the movies. I I feel like they yeah. might get like the Jake Sully and family arc could get wrapped up in the third movie, and then, like, you know, four, five, and six is, like, a new cast of characters and a new area of Pandora ah, doing a new thing, you know? That's that's what I think they could do. That's what I think is the okay. smart decision, mm. you know?
1: I don't know if I'm still <clears> gonna <throat> be around for those, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, maybe Will they I won't be alive take alive as long. be alive long enough to
1: see the latter-day Avatar movies?
0: <laughs> I'd imagine they want to get them out sooner than uh, uh, 13 years or more. Was it 2009? Oh, it came out. Yeah. Damn, yeah. That's no. Crazy.
1: No. Yeah. I'm not getting the senior discount to see Avatar. <laughs>
0: 5 <laughs> I'll see five
1: it. or whatever. Well, I mean that movie might will. look so Who good knows? it
0: would it would kill me as an elder. the eighty that movie be, would stop my heart.
1: Yeah, it's probably going to be like wearing VR glasses in the theater, and it's going to be extreme, and yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it I probably think, will give us all heart attacks.
0: I think Avatar three <laughs> is going to come out sooner than a decade but the other ones you're right sense. i don't know who knows yeah
1: i'm I have sense. to figure that out
0: i mean if you think, if you're worried about being around i'd worry about james cameron being around because he's a bit older than us <laughs> so i imagine he wants I mean, to see how this wraps up too
1: it all depends on like you said like how many he films in one go like if the next batch he ends up doing another two or three movies yeah and then who knows
0: who knows? We'll, we'll see. We'll but yeah, see. I think, uh, you know, we we support that. That kid who plays Lewaki is is really good. He was the kids good. in that movie are, are fun. I think they're really good.
1: Are you mad that it's not going to be Spider narrating?
0: Well, you know, kids across America are going crazy <laughs> for Spider. And I just think that
1: yeah, it's the, a missed opportunity.
0: It's a missed opportunity, if you ask me. But, you know, <laughs> there's going to be six other of these bad boys or whatever, and Spider could could uh, narrate those. So, true, no worries there. True. All right, moving on to story number two. Netflix says it's never canceled a successful show. Interview by Lucas Shaw at Bloomberg. Uh, so, this is an interview that Lucas Shaw did with the two co-CEOs uh, of Netflix, and this quote, um, this segment is from an interview where he's asking uh, Ted Sarandos, uh, who is one of the co CEO's question. So, uh, Lucas Shaw asks, How has the evolution of business affected your relationship with the creative community? Online, there are consistently people outraged that shows are getting canceled. And Sarandos responds, We have never canceled a successful show. A lot of these shows are very well intended, but talk to a very small audience on a very big budget. The key to it is is you have to be able to talk to a small audience on a small budget and a large audience on a large budget if you do that well you can do that forever and interesting so yeah just
1: i feel like without knowing what their like actual financial cutoff is for success it's hard to gauge how successful or not successful enough certain shows were that got canceled because especially
0: like, when it's like it's based on views which like views doesn't yeah. generate revenue like ticket especially, sales like movies it's like all right a yeah. movie you're buying a ticket to a movie you do that enough times it exceeds the budget of the movie and now the budget is making money and like especially that makes sense certain yeah.
1: shows were on for definitely multiple seasons so they clearly were popular enough to get renewed initially yeah. And then still, still got canceled before their like planned ending, you know. So there's definitely shows like that were on for quite a while. Like um, I was thinking of like Sense Eight was pretty popular, but they, got, I they lot- just get
0: a season and a movie, right?
1: Yeah, I feel like they their complaint was just like the cost of the show kept escalating because <clears> of all the crazy things they were trying to accomplish. But like stuff like Altered Carbon only got two seasons. But yeah. I remember that being so popular, and then. You well, know, I there's... think that's
0: that's the thing. The the, yeah. the budget, the the popularity, and the popularity met the budget for season one, right. and then in season two they got um uh, uh they, what's got his name? they got yeah. Mackie in. Yeah, they got Mackie and yeah the Anthony Mackie in there, so you know the budget of the show increased,
1: right? And the popularity even, um, went
0: down, you know.
1: But even a couple of shows like I really loved Glow, and that
0: Glow was around for a while though
1: it was i think maybe 3 seasons yeah um and it was doing really well and then it didn't get renewed during covid but i kind of hoped it would get picked back up after but it never did and then like a lot of those actors kind of came out and said like you know writing for these people, you Netflix. know, they had never had that kind of a role before, and it was so awesome, and they wished that they would consider continuing it. Yeah. Like, Betty, Betty Gilpin, I remember, was, like, a big proponent in Allison Brie, and I was sort of like, man, this show is so funny and really good, and it had, like, awesome people on it, it had Mark Marin on it. it, had, like, sh- shitload of guests on it that were awesome. So, yeah, some of that stuff, I'm not quite...
0: Yeah, I'm I mean, not... you see the shows that, like, are continuing... And yeah. you, you know it kind of checks out like uh I, I was thinking about like that show you which like if you've ever yeah. watched it like it's, it's schlocky I think it's like trash oh, it's yeah. really it's really fun to watch cuz it's like it kind of dumb and entertaining but like that show I feel like the budget for it is super tiny
1: it probably and it gets is like, because and in I think reality, mad people like, watch
0: it. Like, yeah,
1: there's just like a few shots of an actual cityscape, and the rest is probably done on a set. It's like stock you know? footage, so, and yeah, they're on a yeah. set. Yeah, I, I yeah. totally agree. But then, and then you then look
0: you, at something like Stranger Things, which is like, yeah. you know, pretty earth shattering every season, and you know, I, I don't think there's a question that it makes its "quote unquote" money back. You know?
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like the shows that are getting canceled that i perceived as being fairly popular therefore successful but they were more sci-fi or fantasy and so maybe their maybe their budgets were more but like stuff like warrior nun was really popular that got canceled um like, I was looking at... Uh, was it
0: 1899? The, Is that show from the guys who did Dark? Kind well, a until after a season, yeah.
1: Yeah, Dark was awesome, and I hadn't even watched the first season for 1899 yet, and then I saw that it, it didn't get renewed, and I was like, I guess I won't, because it ends yeah. on a cliffhanger, apparently. So, <laughs> um, But even stuff like... Do you remember that show that they did with the two kids from the first It, where it was like, I am not okay with this? It was like, why Olaf and the girl that plays... Um, like the main girl in, in the young version of it. And that was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Um. And, and that was, like, based on a pretty popular graphic novel. I think that was Oh, wait. Just...
0: I think – yeah, yeah, yeah. I did watch that. That was cool.
1: Yeah. And, and I was
0: like, please come back. And then yeah, was... and I
1: was like, come back. Or, you know, I know, uh, you know, different audience than his usual stuff, but even just, like, Midnight Club not getting renewed. Um,
0: the Mike Flanagan one, I think, is especially weird, um, just because – It is weird,
1: I think, it, you know, I think it was, like, sour grapes because he decided to go, or like I don't know day, if he yeah. decided to go because he didn't get renewed, if that, like, cemented the deal, I'm not quite sure.
0: And The timing of it makes me think that there's some level of, like, sour grapes.
1: Yeah, because um, I think he had kind of come out and said, like, they had a whole second season planned, and that the goal was to have three seasons of it, um, but that... He was sort of like, well, if we don't get renewed, I promise I'll put out on my Tumblr what we had planned for s- for the second season, so that you'll at least have some yeah. stuff to read. Which he did, which is kind of cool. But you're also sort of like Bummersville guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, no, it is it is a bummer. Yeah, and it's like it you is. know, with with people like Mike Flanagan, it's kind of just like, like I I think Midnight Club again. Like I, I watched the first few episodes of Midnight Club; it didn't speak to me, but like. I feel like Did enough you people watch anymore.
1: You just watch the first. I, couple? Just
0: worse, I just watched the first few, and you know, yeah, I you know I'm part like of you the I would like it out,
1: but it is a different different audience that it's geared. It's it's definitely YA. It's yeah. young adult.
0: Well, whether it like speaks to me or not, it does seem like it, it had an audience, and I think it was even in like the charting shows, yeah. like in that top thing. So it's like what what is the fucking margins yeah, for these shows? Or something like Midnight honest, Club can be
1: had a like, pretty
0: trending. You know,
1: yeah, and that show. Compared to some other ones that probably had pretty big budgets, like that was a pretty. There was like two or three sets. It was probably a lot lower cost than some of your other shows. Like, yeah, got I have canceled. I have
0: trouble imagining that the the cost of that show was that much, right? And the yeah. audience was less than that. Like, I just I don't really believe it. There's no there's another show Claire and I watched. It was I really liked it, but the ending they kind of flopped. It was um. Man, it was about this guy who he's like he like edits together like oh, like videotapes. The
1: Archive eighty one. That yeah, got canceled. Yeah,
0: that show was awesome. And then they didn't renew I it. Like I was just that like, after. man.
1: He's great. That's that great, kid and is like awesome. Yeah. That was
0: another show too where it's like it probably had like a for a TV show, like maybe a, a medium sized budget. It wasn't really yeah. that crazy. It was so good. I do think the ending though, you really got to see how small the budget was, because they were trying to do some big plot stuff and it kind of looked like shit. Um, i see but i was really it was a perfect show where it's just like i would love to see them get a season two take another crack at it and really blast off but like i just feel like netflix is really is really do or die and like you know i know like you're trying to run a business you need shit to be lucrative for your business to be successful like it is the cold hard truth of it but i i do think that you know the fact that there is like a meme of public outrage towards Netflix for them canceling a lot of shows, it's kind of like I don't know. I think that speaks volumes that maybe your your metrics are off. Like I don't fucking know, man. Like it's hard to say.
1: I know it's o- it's almost like okay, well then maybe they have to decrease how many shows they're actually putting out. Period. You yeah. know if they're if they're gonna hold it to those kinds of standards instead of like greenlighting so many things for a first season, maybe reevaluate the type of content that they do want to put out and then back those people for a few to let them actually because I feel like sometimes even when you're a newer director or you're starting out, it's like maybe your first season's gonna be pretty good and then you really hit your stride or you learn from that first, you know, creation of whatever. But yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see.
0: We will see. Uh, (laughs) Like all the stories on this list, uh, you can find the links to all the stories that I'm reading uh, in the show notes below the podcast that you're listening to. In the description, you can find all the links and stuff. I recommend reading this one because the interview is pretty interesting. Uh, And they talk a lot about just like the health of streaming right now, Netflix as a whole, them kind of like um, taking over the mantle after the uh, founder left. So it's an interesting article, but this is definitely the poll. The buzziest pull quote and like pretty relevant to where I do think a lot of people are wondering like, why do they cancel so much stuff? Yeah. That I, that I like. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to story number three, Austin Butler stuck with <laughs> accent forever. What's the Elvis accent is what we're referring to. He's trapped in an Elvis shaped box. This story is written by Leibitsky at page six.
1: I love that you put a page six article in here because I used to work for a PR company when I first left college and page six is the smut. It is the shit (laughs) Um, and it is really fun to read, but it is like every person that got caught with a prostitute leaving a bar at whatever and they're married and it is everything. Austin
0: Butler is is caught with the prostitute of Elvis's voice. Yeah, (laughs) the
1: prostitute of his voice acting. Oh, man. <laughs> um,
0: yes. Uh, quote, what you saw in that Golden Globe speech, that's him. It's genuine. It's not a put on, said Irene Bartlett, Austin Butler's vocal coach. She continues, because of COVID shutdowns, he was working on it all the time. And it's difficult to switch off something you spent so much focus and time on, she said. Hmm. Butler31 previously said, uh, Austin Butler, Thirty-one previously said that he put his life on pause for two years to prepare for this role. After the backlash, Butler said that he believes he was speaking in his normal accent and that his voice hasn't changed. Quote, I don't think I sound like Presley still, but I guess I must hear it a lot, he told reporters last week. He added, I had three years where that was my only focus, so I'm sure there's pieces of him still in my DNA, and I'll always be linked, end quote. Uh, you know, there's... If you've seen Austin Butler out there recently, yeah, yeah. well, I think, you know, it is weird. If you watch anything with him out there recently where he's in his normal human persona, he does still talk like that.
1: He does have a little drawl.
0: Yeah. And I don't know what he sounds like without it, because I wasn't familiar with his career pre-elvis i know
1: i guess we could look up some disney shows
0: yeah because he was like using those but like a uh teen
1: child actor
0: but he definitely has the he definitely has the draw now and uh i do think like uh, you do an accent like you know if you live somewhere if, if yeah. you live in another country for 10 years you're gonna pick up some vocal habits from that country i'll, uh, like, it's just gonna I'll do happen. you
1: one better i'll tell you a fun story please somebody that i used to work with who's great he's awesome but uh he married somebody british and yeah. he's from upstate new york like he's from you know almost vermont so he is upstate new york he's like way the fuck up there yeah um i went to his wedding his wife is lovely you know now they're living in outside london and i visited him and his wife and some other friends who are english yes and he had only after like a year year and a half of living there picked up this fucking crazy accent
0: like a full-blown accent
1: <laughs> well like trying i don't know but he's yeah. well, so he's Well, his... he's
0: trying to have an accent
1: i don't know if he was trying okay. i think he was doing it without realizing it but i kept looking at my friends who are actually english and was like what's, up with what's that? uh what the fuck is adam doing and he was like talking to his daughter like hello you know and i was like this is what so if somebody can do that after just a wee bit if they've actually been like working with a voice coach a dialect coach for three years to sound like someone i'm sure that there's going to be some residual even if and you're also, like you're, like,
0: you're, like, trying to talk like him, you're trying to sing like him, and you're trying yeah. to act like him, like, you know, totally. so that's, that can make the, the, it condenses, like, you know, if you just live somewhere for a long time, and I mean, I think, you know, if you, like, say you, like, lived in London for a while, or or even, like, you know, had, like, a uh, just use, like, England as that example, or, like, you know, had a significant other from there, yeah. you know, you adopt words, like, you know, you start saying cheers more, or just, like, little, like, yep. Like, yeah. You don't have an accent, but you have like the phrases, the yeah. You start adopting
1: like, stuff like that. I feel like that, it's, like it's, you
0: know, makes sense.
1: It's true. But he sounds like he's a
0: man from like Alabama, like you know, like he does. You know, like, yeah, it's just like and this is just not this is just not true. Like,
1: well, there's there's two things there's two, two there's two waves of thought here. One is it's kind of hot, so people don't care. <laughs>
0: yeah but people do care a little bit it but then seems the second like, is yeah. people
1: do care and they think he's a dipshit so it's whatever camp you're in
0: <laughs> i think i i like austin butler from the stuff i've seen of him yeah i also you know i don't like that elvis movie that much but i really like him in it i think but he does a really so good job good. he's so he good in great.
1: it yeah you can't um, deny that he's got a great no, performance no he's
0: a, he's the best part of that movie uh, but uh you know all that being he'll said he'll i do, do another... think he's a little bit of a dipshit yeah you know maybe like he'll I feel do like, a I'm different like,
1: accent in another movie and it'll start to go away
0: yeah i mean is he gonna sound like that in dune or is he gonna sound like hoping. some other some other nightmare i really
1: actually hope he
0: sounds like that in dune i hope he sounds like some weird sci-fi I monster hope he sounds dune.
1: like sting in dune
0: well that'd be good <laughs> we we'll, uh We'll see, but he even you know his his final quote was uh, before he died. His final quote was, "I had three <laughs> years where that was my only focus. I'm sure pieces of him are still in my DNA will always be linked." But then, oh, I didn't add the the last thing he said. But he said, uh, "Who knows what I'll sound like next?" In that article, yeah. he was like, "So yeah. it was like, yeah, who knows." Who knows what i'll sound like next yeah. who knows what my next thing will be
1: maybe he's a chameleon whoever he starts you know hanging out with friends dating whatever maybe he'll start dating someone from australia and he'll yeah, sound all, like boss we all do
0: know girlfriend boyfriend <laughs> chameleons out there for sure oh yeah no we're just like so, oh you changed your whole personality based on this great <laughs> cool i didn't like the last one so that's fine <laughs> um moving on to story number four zach Krieger's next movie weapons is happening the story is written by boris kitt at the hollywood reporter in 24 hours after krieger's new horror project weapons was sent to hollywood studios a brief but intense bidding war exploded and just as quickly a whopper of a deal was made closing worldwind negotiations tuesday new line has won the rights to weapons Signing a deal that seems unprecedented in modern times, especially for a filmmaker with essentially just one movie under his belt. Yes, there is the money—eight figures Fuck, to write and yeah. direct, according to sources. The numbers are more than doable. The entire—the numbers are more than doable. The entire budget of his previous movie, doable, double. I got more, it. The, more, more than doable. double. The numbers are more than double. <laughs> the entire budget of his previous movie. That, that is alone fucking is, it's crazy. crazy. That is uh-huh. fucking crazy. <laughs> that alone is remarkable and harkens back to an older era of Hollywood where spec sales cause weekend bidding war frenzies. There is more. There's guaran- There's a guaranteed green light. There's Craiger re- uh, receiving final cut pending a threshold is met during test screenings. There is a controlling interest in back in pot. And, of course, there is the guarantee of a theatrical release. Uh, good for him. I mean, this all. is the
1: thing I was the most excited about when I saw it the other day on Twitter. So I would say, you know, good for him is right. We both loved Barbarian. Barbarian's great. Um, And give the kid more money, man. If he can do that with low money, then let's see. And I think they
0: saw him, you know, being like like I, I feel like barbarians to me like it feels so much like um a jordan peele movie because yeah. it's like you know it's a horror movie that's a little bit funny and also like it has a world that's very like lived in and it feels like a lot of stories could be happening in it all at once and i feel like hollywood saw that and they're just like if we get our fucking poison teeth in him soon we could really make some money off that and i mean like- i think
1: the cool thing is like the promise of a final cut I mean, that's not everybody gets that. So that's pretty cool. Um, I know there's probably some strings attached to that, but to give somebody who, like you said, it's like he's only got one big movie under his belt. It's pretty crazy. um, That's pretty crazy that they're putting their trust in somebody like that instead of being like, yeah, we want you to make another one exactly like it. And we're going to have you do this, this and this, you know, so that's pretty exciting. I hope yeah. he doesn't get stuck in the horror genre if he's also interested in other stuff. But I like yeah. th- I liked Barbarian so much. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, but I know yeah. he's got more of a comedy background. So, hopefully he'll get to dabble
0: once he does a few successful films.
1: We'll see what happens.
0: I feel like with, you know, these bidding wars and like who buys who, like that's the only thing that I ever worry about is uh well what is this like production company? Yeah you know, are they going to fuck it up? Are they going to ruin his vision and stuff like that? But it seems like that's not really even in the cards for what he negotiated, which is cool. But it's uh, it's a big bet. Uh, they're taking on him. But totally. I think he's going to fucking nail it. I think he deleted yeah, it. I think excited. Barbarians shows you, like, oh, yeah, he can easily... I don't know easily, but he can definitely make whatever the fuck you want. Uh, and we'll see uh, what this movie, Weapons, is all about and when it's, when it's coming. But, yeah, very... Very cool stuff. If he already has the script done, the script and title done, that means it's just you just got to make it. I was hoping to get it soon. But yeah, <laughs> exciting stuff. And the final story on the reel today: Story number five, Tomb Raider series in the works at Amazon from Fleabag writer. The story is written by Cat Bailey at IGN. After a long break, Laura Croft is on the comeback trail. THR, The Hollywood Reporter, reports that a television show about the famous video game adventure is in development at Amazon, with fleabag writer Phoebe Waller Bridge attached to pen the scripts and executive produce. The Hollywood Reporter also reported that Amazon has plans to also make a Tomb Raider movie and at least one additional video game, hoping to make an MCU like interconnected universe. Amazon had no comment on the report. Not much is known about the projects, including who will play the role of Laura Croft, who has been previously portrayed by Angelina Jolie, and most recently, Alicia Vikander. And I think that Alicia Vikander should continue to play Laura yeah, Croft. I yeah,
1: actually, I actually really liked her. I yeah. went in with very low expectations,
0: and I thought she was very good. So, I think she's one of the better parts of that movie. A movie that yeah. I, I do like more the second time I watched it. I liked it more than the second time I watched
1: it. I've only seen it the one time, but I thought it was pretty enjoyable for what it was. Um, I feel like Lara Croft has sort of like a bad track record, but yeah. uh, I love Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I loved Fleabag. Uh, so I've never
0: seen Fleabag, so I'm curious to hear your... Pers- yeah, you think I mean... Do you think that's a good fit for
1: Lara Croft? Well, I think just... in. I think, you know, I'm really interested to see how it goes with her being in the new Indiana Jones and if they... Kind of let her do some of her own Dialogue or punch up some of her Own dialogue because they Brought her in specifically for like The last uh, 007 you know No time to die they specifically brought Her in to do Rewrites and do stuff to the screenplay And do stuff with dialogue because that's what she's great At so um, I think that You know Killing Eve is another Great show Um that the dialogue is just like really fucking awesome it is and-
0: it is funny you know to- tomb raider is very inspired by indiana jones yeah and then you get the uncharted games, which is very inspired by tomb raider and then you get right the tomb raider games, which is very inspired by uncharted and then you get the movie and then you get the show <laughs> and like they're all just like you know the adventurer genre is very yeah. like you know cyclical in that way And I don't but uh this it, really ma- it see makes sense her- though well, well, it makes sense having her in, in Indiana Jones, and then being like, okay, now you do yeah. Tomb Raider because you can do that. You know,
1: I guess if I think about it, so like the premise of Killing Eve is is all about um, somebody who is working behind the scenes, like in the CIA, trying to catch this one murderer who is female Villanelle, So who's she's like a French uh, serial killer, essentially, but she's like a hit hit person. And mm. so that is sort of like an adventure story because she does get to like go to all these crazy places, have all these crazy outfits and disguises and stuff. And this other woman who's sort of like in a shitty office is trying to figure out where the hell she is and catch yeah. her. Um, but it's very funny. And yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited. I feel like at least that'll bring some humor to it and some more like depth maybe to the Lara Croft yeah, character. I,
0: I think Hopefully. That- you know, the the movie that came out most recently with Alicia Vikander, like, I think that that movie is cool, but it's so much just a carbon copy of, like, the the first yeah. entry in the new Tomb Raider video games. Like, it's very, very, very similar. And, and I like those games. I think they're good. I didn't grow up with Tomb Raider, but the new Tomb Raider games I think are great. So, um, but the thing is, like, it's still, it's just, like, you know, it kind of came out, and I think the thing going against it is that it just isn't very fresh. It's just, like, it's just modern Tomb Raider, and, like, there's nothing that's really that, like, um, new or fresh about it besides it just being more of that and just a little different. So, yeah, I think that, um, you know, changing the kind of creative mind behind it and and something where it's, like, you know, her thumbprint on her work is very apparent, I think is, like, really cool to see um i think the only thing I, i'm really excited for the show i feel like uh, it'll work things, well as a show yeah yeah, i think that's better and the only things that worry me and not like worry me but i'm just kind of like maybe raise an eyebrow too is just like the quote of like the mcu connectedness of it it's just like what does that mean because like can you, yeah. you do like when you say you want to do like an mcu connected world it's an expanded universe and to me that they means, want like,
1: toys they want
0: well they're gonna want that no matter what but they but just like different characters so that's like yeah. oh are we gonna get like her love interest his own show and movie and do we get like oh, i hope her not. dad his own show and movie it's just like i it, like the lower croft the lara croft and tomb raider like narrative is like it's not that expansive to where you can do like that much with it but i don't know the vision i mean obviously like they should make yeah. another two waiter game because they're always good they you know know how to make two waiter movies because they've done it before the show is the only unproven quantity and that's the, the one that excites me yeah the most, i
1: feel like if they're know. gonna go to different parts of the world or different locations that would be kind of the cool thing about it for me but not necessarily yeah. that i need to have like it's interesting characters introduced in yeah. one part that are gonna come up later you know
0: what's what's interesting is that the the newest games they actually like don't like hop around countries that much they okay. kind of stay in like one country and then it's like but it's super and that's like the entire like world map and there's right. tombs and stuff hidden in these places very cool um so i wonder if they would like go that route where it's just like it's you know season one of the tomb raider and it's all in uh i don't know ancient mayan temples or right. like you know yeah. like central america i don't know like totally yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see, but yeah, I'm I'm game. I'm game. I want more. I want more Tomb Raider, and I would like it to be good. <laughs> I also would take bad Tomb Raider, but I think Alicia Vikander, like I just think that she was really good in that movie. She and was I think good. She should let her do it. And also, did you see uh, Irma Vep at all? Ooh, no. Should so I Irma Vep? Uh, you know, it's it's good. It's like the most like dense show. I like mm. watch, like, I could watch one episode. and I'm like, all right, that's enough for this enough. week Enough. <laughs> um, but, like, it's, f- but it is, like, it's, like, funny. It's, like, very, like, well done. But the fact that it has, like, some really, like, dark humor to it, I, and Alicia least if the main character, and she nails it. That's cool. No, I so think I she's think- a
1: very good actress. I, and yeah. she's kind of a chameleon. So I think that that sometimes, like, people, she's more of a character actor in that way. Like, mm-hmm. she's, f- kind of molding into these different roles that she gets so then people don't yeah. think that she has her own personality to that but a discernible identity, yeah but I think that that could be really cool especially if they have somebody working on the dialogue and making it more fun then that could give her more to work with so yeah. maybe that could be cool
0: we'll see I have a feeling they will get a new pack, yeah but uh who knows who knows all right well that is the end of the reel the spool has run out we uh do one more segment on the show two more segments on the show i guess technically but the next segment on the show is what's coming out in february i do a list of movies and shows coming out in the following month that this episode airs uh you know it's february not the busiest month for new true releases uh and especially with shows you know i i don't try and find i don't dig around that much i try to Mm. find stuff that like pops out to me Looks interesting. It seems like it's gonna be a slow show month. So you know, keep watching The Last of Us. Oh man, just keep that last that. episode was good. I cried like a fucking baby. So good. I hell, I wept. Uh, but <laughs> the movies coming out in February are February third, Knock at the Cabin, and Eighty for Brady. February tenth, mm. Magic Mike's Last Dance, Last Dance, Last Dance. <laughs> February fifteenth, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and Marla. Oh No. Yes. February 17th, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania of an age and sharper, which comes to Apple TV+. Plus. February 24th, the only movie that matters next month is Cocaine Bear, and uh, (laughs) a movie that matters significantly less, We Have a Ghost, which is coming to Netflix, where David Harbour plays a ghost. Uh, Oh, have you watched that trailer? It looks bad. It looks bad. Does it look bad on purpose? Is that like the thing he's going for? Why does his hair,
1: why does he have to have a comb over (laughs) I don't
0: know. <laughs> uh and the shows again you know it's, it seems like it's gonna be slim Pickens. if i missed something sorry but the shows that are dropping in february are you part one uh february 9th i think part two comes out in april but you'll have to listen to story reports to find that out uh harley quinn you know this is somewhere hybrid of like it's it's a single release but it's not a movie but i would say it's a show the harley quinn animated series is releasing their Valentine's Day special titled A Very, Problem- very Problematic Valentine's Day Special on uh-huh. February 9th. I will be watching that. I love that show. Great. Uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur comes out February 10th. Disney Plus. Kids show, but it looks kind of cool. Mm. And uh, this one intrigued me. I just heard about it today. Hello Tomorrow, February 17th. Oh. Uh Comes out yeah. Disney Plus with that, Billy Crudup. That
1: looks very good. I Man, I fucking love Billy Crudup, so I'm like, get it. Get it. That trailer's cool. It does look uh, very interesting.
0: Yeah, D, what what on this list really really screams uh, at you? What are you excited I'm to pretty
1: see? excited about Knock at the Cabin because um I I have a soft spot for M Night Shyamalan and I love uh Drax. So, you know, <laughs> and Ron Weasley and uh you know Jonathan Groff, the voice from Frozen. So I love that guy. So and Mindhunter. So I mean it's got a lot of good people in it. I'm really hoping that it's just really good because it doesn't look like it has to be high budget. It's like mostly taking place at this cabin in the woods. So I'm like, all right, let's, let's see what you got here.
0: Yeah. I'm not like, you know, the biggest M. Night Shyamalan guy. That's I don't fair. Know if any of his movies speak to me particularly, but I've had a lot of fun seeing them. Yeah, they're uh, fun. One of Claire and I's first dates is we saw Old together, and that Old. was, I think it really locked down. It's like, all right, so like, we're, you're, in, you're pretty into this? Like, I'm pretty into this. Cool. Cool. Uh, <laughs> we had a great time watching that together. And, uh, but yeah, Knock at the Cabin, you know, I think I, it, it's speaking to me more maybe because it's like, uh, adapted source material, so I'm like a little more intrigued by that. Um, and, you know, I don't think that Mi Channel is a bad filmmaker or anything. I just he, his movies just they don't personally speak to me, but I'm I will kind be there of hoping I that it's a little it.
1: bit more like Signs than some of his more recent stuff. But we'll see.
0: I feel like it it has more like classic him energy. Yeah, I, I'm not quite yeah. sure why I feel that way, but I just do. So yeah. We'll see. Um. So, yeah. I I mean, just, for me, I
1: like Dave Batista. This like latter day post Guardians Dave Batista being in Glass Onion and being in the... I'm like. Dude,
0: get it. It's him and John Cena, which are the two best Oh man,
1: I can't wait for more
0: Peacemaker. Yeah, me too. Peacemaker really I was like, John Cena's like a pretty good actor. And, you know, or at least he just really understands the Peacemaker. Yeah,
1: he does, for sure.
0: Yeah. He's got I think a great... Batista has more more range.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think um I had read that M. Night Shyamalan cast him because he had seen him just in that little bit part of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. He's and, so good in that part. And he so. was just like, oh, it was such a change from what I had seen him in as Guardians. And I was like,
0: get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I will not be seeing Winnie the Boo blend, honey. Yeah. Unless someone makes me. Yeah. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp, I'm going to be seeing, I'm going to be honest, I'm not, you know, I just haven't been jazzed on these Marvel movies lately, and I was a defender for yeah. a long time.
1: I mean, I love Jonathan Majors, though, and I did enjoy him at the end of Loki, so I know this is going to be a different Kang. It's not going to be the same one yeah, as Loki. That's going to be a but, sentence
0: I think you have to say a lot going forward. It's like, oh, it's yeah. a different Kang. It's a different oh, this Kang. One- it's this, a different is different kang. Kang. this is this a different mean. kang. This one's mean. This one's mean. Yeah. This is the nice kang. He's dead now. <laughs> yeah, um, nice
1: nice kang's dead.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens there. Um yeah. but I will be out there to see it. I still I'm I'm waiting for I'm hoping I'm around for when MCU does an upswing and it's like speaking to me more because right. yeah, lately I I really liked uh Multiverse of Madness. I think that was my favorite of the phase four. I mean that was great. That was good. great. Yeah. We'll Sam Raimi, man. Let him do another. You don't miss <laughs> uh, that movie of an age. Also looks good. Uh, it looks like it's about dancing. Uh, I want to see that. Oh, okay. Uh, and then Cocaine Bear. Uh, just yes. f- you know, I just <laughs> Claire and I recently finished uh, The Americans. Awesome. And you finished all co- of it. Yeah, we watched it all. And Cocaine Bear Fuck. is like kind of yes. a uh, Americans reunion.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah. When I watched yeah. that trailer, I was like, "I was Holy like, they're shit.
0: all here." Holy so shit! So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it's pretty for great. That. It's pretty great. I uh, love Matthew yeah.
1: Reese. Oh man, I love him. He's, I, so, he's good. so good.
0: Do you think he's they would so do another good. another season, of Americans? Do you think they're really done?
1: I mean, I would watch it if they did it
0: because those think, guys like, are listen, married
1: and happy. So spoilers, let them do another spoilers one. Spoilers for
0: Americans. If you if you guys have seen it already or you haven't watched it, and you skipped it. I don't fucking care. Cuz yeah. I want to talk about it. What if <laughs> they did like you know they do a season? You know, it takes place you know 10 years later so it's in the 90s and then you have their daughter is now doing russian spy stuff she's she's yeah. still doing that but she gets into trouble and then you know the parents have to come from russia to help her out but also their son is an fbi is an fbi agent
1: Ooh,
0: and that's kind of the thing that's happening i know i love there's so many good I mean, people I on watch this that. show oh, i watch that you know so
1: good so but uh,
0: yeah, I just yeah, I, it's a really great ending, so I can see why they would not want to, you know. I mean, fuck they with that, did a they did a
1: great job with the way they wrapped it up. I feel like they I did know. the best they could. Um, and you don't want to, yeah, I know.
0: But I just think it could be cool to do one more, though.
1: I don't know if it's gonna keep going, but they, you know, Perry Mason got renewed, and that first season of Perry Mason is really fucking good. So yeah. if you like Matthew Reese in the Americans, I recommend checking out Perry Mason. The new seasons kind of come out
0: I'm you guys sure. also watch The Patient which is the creator's other show right oh is it is I, that... think the guy, I think the guy who made that show's Americans... awesome yeah let me double check so
1: that's the Steve Carell Dom Hall Gleason show which is fucked up but it's very good it's a limited series it's very good Yay. it is kind of a downer right, okay, but it, it's very good so yeah I, I recommend that that's on Hulu uh, that would make sense because that's also an FX product.
0: Yeah, creator but, uh, Joseph Weisberg. Yeah, he also created the patient. Very cool. Makes sense why you guys liked it so much.
1: Oh, see, I didn't there even realize that. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. it makes
0: me. It maybe that show wasn't really on my radar. I you guys said it was cool, so you know, I guess it was a little bit. On it's there, good. It's it it's just you know, it's
1: stressful. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see more Carrie Russell. So I'll hopefully, you know. Hopefully we get more Carrie Russell cuz it seems like Matthew Reese is plugging along being in stuff. Um, yeah. but that was some sweet sweet Postful well, We get to see we get Kerry to see Russell.
0: them all in Yeah. in cocaine bear and granny. So all right, well, pretty excited well, for that. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, that's the movie. That's the movie to see next. Are you are you a Magic Mike guy? Are you going to watch The Last Dance? Uh
1: you know, I didn't see The First Magic Mike is awesome. I didn't see the follow up, so I need to and then this is the last dance and then uh, i guess i mean i do love channing tatum (laughs) i like him too yeah i i just i'm like you do you man that first magic Mike movie is awesome so
0: i've never seen it i feel like i would i would dig it though
1: oh it's a lot of fun yeah Yeah. it's a lot of fun we should we should definitely like have a group watching of that sure like it's just a fun spectacle (laughs) just a fun time yeah
0: (laughs) sounds good to me uh all right, final segment. we talked about it a little bit, but what are you watching now? What's 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 on about on your TV, on your projector screen? Oh,
1: uh so like you mentioned earlier, watching Last of Us. Um, that's sort of like the newest week to week show. Yeah. And I am a little behind the time, so I just finished watching the first season of White Lotus, so that now I can start watching the second season. Both are very um, good. Um and I was re-watching uh, Slow Horses because Mike had not watched it when I watched it the first time around. So uh, I rewatched season one with him and probably going to rewatch season two at some point. But uh, yeah, I'm thinking about checking out some new stuff. Any suggestions of new shows? Because now I feel like I can finally watch some TV.
0: <laughs> I know. We just got through our best of lists. So yeah. It's TV I mean, time.
1: There's some definitely Oscar movies I wanna try and catch before they you know they air, you but know, i most... gotta
0: see the sh- I want see the shorts and stuff. I'm just so fucking burnt out.
1: I feel <laughs> like, like well I, wanna... I think uh you know the shorts at least at the very least, hopefully like we can go see those in the theater and so you just yeah. like knock out like five of them in one go and you I watch love the going...
0: whole seg segment yeah. yeah,
1: so at least there's that. I feel like there's definitely a few. International films and a couple of full length documentaries that I'm gonna be like, do I want to watch all of these? I'll just yeah. watch like one or two, and <laughs> we'll that see. The then I have to tap out because I'm exhausted. <laughs> so.
0: We will, we will see. Yeah, I'm yeah. watching. Uh, yeah, Last of Us episode three came out last night. Still emotionally damaged from that. So uh, good. I'll, I'll recover, um, good. and then. Yeah, Claire and I also watched Slow Horses, uh, and I really liked that. I thought that was very oh, good. I'm
1: glad you liked it.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought it was great. And, and yeah, Gary Oldman
1: is top notch.
0: <laughs> he's very good in that. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't think we're watching. Yeah, we finished American, so we're also in a in a place of between shows. Yeah. Right now, so we have our week to week locked in, but we're we don't have like a a nightly thing. We just restarted watching Always Sunny, which is fun. Always on in the house. And we just will, you know, yeah, we'll just kind of throw it on.
1: Oh, you know,
0: also, we're uh, another show that we just kind of like put on, you know, before bed, just like chilling. Girls, watching through Girls. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, all right. Girls is great. Actually, you know what? I lied to you. I also just recently watched on Hulu uh, with Jesse Eisenberg and Claire Danes Fleischman
0: is in trouble. I heard that movie is really underrated and good.
1: It was a show.
0: Oh, never mind. It
1: was good, but it was a downer, and it made me feel old because they're all my age, and they're all playing parents. (laughs) So it made me feel a little sad. But it was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah.
0: Damn. Yeah. What's the What's the movie that came out this year with Don, the guy who plays Don Draper? What's his name?
1: Oh, that's Fletch. Uh, Fletch.
0: That's the one I heard.
1: That's actually a lot good. of fun cuz it's kind yes. of just it's it's uh it's the remake of the Chevy Chase movie and it's just kind of it's sort of like how he's not really a spy, he's kind of an idiot but things just work out for him and Sounds fun. He's kind of uh you know always making out with whoever and doing something dumb and then it, he actually figures out the crime. So that was actually really fun. I think uh, the new version is Confess Fletch. That's the one.
0: That's that what you, it is. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: And uh yeah that's uh, yeah. that's a fun time. You should definitely throw that on on like a Sunday afternoon.
0: Yeah, one of these days. Too much stuff yeah. to watch.
1: John Ham, handsome devil. You get it, man.
0: You get it. <laughs> Alright, well that's another episode of Story Screen Reports, but that's not the only podcast we do. StoryScreenBeacon.com is a host of many podcasts, articles, and reviews. So head over to our website to check out all of our amazing content. We just wrapped up doing all of our top ten lists of 2022. We worked really hard on those, so please go check out our list over on our website. You can follow us on all the various social medias, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, by searching Story Screen Beacon. While you're on our website, you can also see show times for our movie theater, as well as uh, look at the menu and peruse the menu for Wonder Bar, the bar cocktail lounge that is uh, s- surrounds the theater in a way. It's on both sides, in a way, <laughs> in a way, in a way, it's it's all around us.
1: Yeah. Scroll uh, down to the bottom of the page and sign up for the newsletter if you don't get it already, because that'll give you all kinds of fun stuff that's coming up and weekly fresh content from us.
0: You won't have to ask what's coming to the theater because if you sign up for the newsletter we will tell you. It's that easy. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's all. anything you want to plug, D? Uh,
1: Yeah, check out our list. If you're not sure what to watch there's a lot of good shit on there. I feel like there's a good variety.
0: (laughs) Please check out our stuff. But that's it from us today. We'll be back with more Podcasts, more reports but also happy six month anniversary to story screen reports a little podcast that could episode six uh very happy to be doing this exciting stuff congrats uh, thank you thank you thank you very much time flies when you're having fun nice but we'll be back next month with more of the top film tv entertainment stories but for now i'm gonna go to bed so goodbye Peace. Peace.